you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, hey, what's going on? And I'm also here with Anthony Fox, also known as The Runs. What's up, guys? Welcome. Yes, this is episode number 65. We are recording on July 18th for July 19th. Uh, not a whole lot of news going on in Overwatch right now, but we do have a bit to talk about. We have quite a bit of community feedback. Uh, there are some updates on the PTR, so we're going to dive into that. Uh, we're also going to talk about whether Blizzard should be buffing more versus nerfing. And we're also going to talk about the death of Overwatch, since that seems to be a popular topic right now. Uh, before we get into all that, and before we you know find out what Bob and... Anthony and myself been doing an Overwatch this week. I'd like to welcome anybody who's listening for the very first time. Um, thank you very much for checking out the show and taking the time to listen to us. Uh, for the newcomers, uh, this show is, uh, we do talk about Overwatch news and some esports and competitive, but the primary focus of the show is the community and the state of the game. So even when we do talk news and competitive and esports, it's going to really revolve around the community. Uh, if you like the show and you want to keep up with us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash watchpointradio. And you can join us on Discord if you want to uh, hop in the conversation at discord.mash4.me. That's discord.mash, the number four, dot me. So let's go ahead and uh, hop into our community feedback. A couple of iTunes reviews this week. Pretty busy. Thank you very much. And we got some, uh, you know, got some conversations on Twitter as well. But the first review I want to go over is Crossover1284, uh, a listener of the show for a very long time. And uh, I played him quite a few times. Very cool guy. Thanks for the review and the rating crossover. He says, I've been listening to this show for a while now, and it's been, it was weird watching it live this weekend. I often just think of John, the guys in the studio, because the sound quality is tremendous. Anyways, the podcast improves each week as chemistry between the three of you progressively gets better. I wasn't a fan of Bob at first, but he has gotten much better and seems to be more relaxed. I can't imagine the show without him now. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you very much once again. You know I love hearing about the audio quality of the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And uh, it's okay. Bob grows on people, right? I'll keep keep working on and getting better, too. (laughs) Yeah. He's in say you're trash, Bob, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say anything about Anthony though. Sorry, Bob's the Bob's got the fan club. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Once again, thank you very much for the uh, the rating and review. Uh the next review is from H Maxwell fifty four. Uh they say I can easily listen to these guys despite the fact that they are are long and i usually get distracted easily bob is my favorite keep it up so there you go it balances right back out bob has a 
uh, has a favorite, has a fan. Well, thanks very much, H. Maxwell. You got something to say to, to the people, Bob? Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. Bob is humbled by that. So, um, and the next is from uh, Dolab nine eight seven six five five. Job Blaze, it's Santa from the old UT days. Love this podcast. It's great to hear an old voice from the days long past. Good talk on Overwatch. You have a new listener. Hope to see you in Overwatch. So me and Santa go way back. This is when I used to play like UT competitively. And actually, me and Santa used to be in opposing clans. Like, we were like, we used to have, like, you know, they were called like clan wars. Like, we would like play each other and stuff like that. And it was awesome. Like, at the, at the time, it was tense, but looking back, it was pretty fucking awesome. We had a great time. And that's what, you know, that's what it was about, right? Having fun at the end of the day. That's right. Yeah. So but that we, we, the real question is, is does he like cookies and milk? Does he like Oh, well, you're trying to make a joke. Womp womp. <laughs> I was like, where's he going with this? Oh. Santa's yeah. the first thing I thought of. Cookies and milk. <laughs> I get it, but some jokes aren't meant to be made. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a joke. It was just what I thought. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Bob is a simple man. But uh, thanks very much, everybody, for the reviews this week and the ratings. It, it does really help when we get those ratings and reviews. So thank you very much. Uh, on Twitter, uh, we got um, some uh, some feedback on Twitter. Uh, Keen Beans, he uh, replied, uh, at Watchpoint Radio, listening to the podcast and loving it. Keep up the good work. Uh, he actually says, Lee up the awesome work. I think he means keep up the awesome work. Unless I'm just too old and I don't get it. Like, I don't know if Lee is like I think he like means Lee. Word. I mean, you don't know what Lee means? Jesus. <laughs> no, obviously not. I'm too old. Like, I'm I'm out of the loop, right? No, I appreciate it. It's keep up the good work. <laughs> but thanks a lot, Kane Baines. We appreciate it. We, we, we're, we're glad that you're with us. <laughs> you know, you're part of the community now. Thank you very much. Uh, the next is from Dave Graymane, which is also, like, after I imagine after he uh, wrote the review on iTunes, he... Um, you know, uh, followed us on Twitter too. Dave Graymane is Santa as well. And, uh, we were having a convers. Uh, he was responding back to our conversation about toxicity. And, uh, his, uh, reply was, as long as there are people playing online, toxicity will exist. You recall the old UT days job. We had some, we had some rage back then. Nothing new. And he is 100% right about that. Like there was some definite, uh, there was some anger. There was some rage. Things were said back and forth. Um, but uh, the, the, the reply I had, which actually I should have put it in here and I forgot to, was that it's nothing near what we, you know, what we have right now in Overwatch in terms of toxicity. Like, um, you know, me and so, like, I, I look back at what we used to do when Unreal Tournament, I chuckle about it like, haha, that was fun. You know, even like the little, the little rivalries that we had. But now like this shit that's going on in Overwatch that makes you want to quit the game, the shit that happened in and UT, it never made me want to quit playing UT, you know? But sometimes this toxicity that we're getting in Overwatch, it's like, dude, why am I even playing this game, you know? Uh, but after I replied to him, he says, you're spot on, Ja. Although some matches between K and B, which was my clan, and GX3, which was his clan, got heated, never close to the likes of OW or LOL. We just played for fun, which is true. That's That was the case. So 
Toxicity. And <laughs> like you trash talk week. and stuff like that, but when yeah. it gets to the point of toxicity, toxicity, it's out of control. It's yeah, like not... things get thrown around that should never be said. Bad, really bad words. You know what I mean? Like when you're just talking shit, you're just like, you suck, dude. You know, whatever it is. That is true. Actually, I think a really good example of that is the, the fighting game community. There's tons of trash talk in the fighting game community, but it's not necessarily toxic. You don't either. hear drink bleach, kill yourself, which I can't stand. These younger kids <laughs> say that all the time. Like it's a cool thing to say. It's ridiculous. You know, yeah. the, the gay terms so, they throw around just the R word, which I don't say. I hate that word. But like yeah, back so, in the day, you just used to talk shit. It was totally different than, than how toxic it is today. Yeah, I disagree. I I replied to that post or that that tweet, and it's always been toxic for the twenty years I've been gaming online, and it's well, always I, been the right. gay racial crap the entire time. I mean, when I played WoW, it was because you had to like raid with those thirty nine other people, and like it drove me nuts hearing them with the racial slurs and the gay talk just constantly. But I had to deal with it because I had to I had to raid with them if I wanted the best gear. Like at least in this, I only have to deal with them for 15, 20 minutes. Well, we're not saying that toxicity didn't exist back then, because it definitely did. I mean, if you played Counter-Strike at any time in history, you got a ton of that. But at the same time, like every match, no, like it wasn't every single match. Like at the at this point in Overwatch, you know, if a, if a match is going south, I'm expecting to hear something toxic. You know, it's not like it's it's all the time, and I think that is where the problem is. Like how toxic it is. Yeah, it's gotten way you know? worse. It was a different I... kind of shit talk than it is today. I mean, not to say racial slurs or homophobic things and and all that stuff wasn't there. It's just added so much more ridiculousness to it. <laughs> yes, over exactly. nothing like, anymore too that's the other thing it's absolutely over nothing yeah i, th- I think like the, tr- the, the 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 trigger threshold is definitely lower mm-hmm. it's like the first thing they go to now yep. that, that's the thing like it's there's no like they, they don't appreciate the art of trash talk anymore nope they just they, they pull out the trump card as soon as they get started used to be like, better used it. to be better trolls man in video yeah. games <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess I just had a a lucky week this week. I've had a really good week of mostly winning and really nice, nice people. Well, that's because you're winning, Bob. So let's just go into how your week's been doing. <laughs> Apparently, Bob's I been did. having a great week. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought <laughs> I thought you skipped that part. No, no, we're we're, we're still going. Dead air, Bob. We're live here. <laughs> oh, sorry. You were asking me. My bad. Okay. Where is Bob, folks? Where is know. Bob? So my week's been really good. I've won a bunch on my two on on my two mains, my my solo guy and my my guy I play with with groups, and I've won eighty percent of my matches this week. Now, granted, I haven't played a ton, but I've played at least one match every night. Uh, and I've also played quite a bit on my lower guy. I've been playing, I've been playing um, heroes that make sense with the comp that I don't know. And I've not been playing them very well. 
But people uh-huh. have still been nice. Like this has just been a really nice, nice week. That's good. Anthony, how about you? Overwatch sucks. No, no, no. It was a good weekend. There wasn't a lot of trash uh, content. There was some uh, mostly wins, some losses, but it was a good weekend. Had some fun playing. Played a little little heels this weekend just to see how that went. And that felt good. Yeah. You yeah. and I still got uh, still got play. trash talked for playing heels as, you know, fucking heal me. Oh, all right. Give me a second. I got everybody else to fucking heal while you're on the other side of the goddamn <laughs> line. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, it's cool. It was just funny. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm glad you guys had great weeks in Overwatch. I didn't have a week in Overwatch yours? at all. Nothing? I haven't. Huh? Nothing? Nothing. I haven't played a second of Overwatch. I haven't even opened the Overwatch client since last week. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the last time I opened my Overwatch client was open was my was when my Smurf dinged twenty five, and I closed it and I was like, I am done for the day. I am so fucking done with quick play. I am done for <laughs> for the day. <laughs> Usually, quick play doesn't get to me, but I think maybe because I was just trying to push to get the Smurf, you know, into twenty five, so I can help other people. I was like, just like, I want to be done with this. And so I was, I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to take a break. And then I never got a chance to play after that. And then this week has just been actually all, last week. And this week has been very busy. So I have not had a chance to play overwatch. Honestly, I probably won't get a chance to play overwatch until this coming Sunday, honestly. So you, yeah, well, you better hurry, man. If you want to get diamond by the end of the season. I know. Uh, was is this? This is week seven that we're coming into right now. So that will give us like four to five more weeks, because uh, the the season's supposed to be two weeks and a half, basically, and then they take a week break and they bring it back. So um, that give me about four to five more weeks. I'm only one one away from getting another golden gun, but SR wise, I'm about. 160 SR from Diamond. So I do want to get Diamond. I was hoping I'd get Diamond earlier because my plan was to get Diamond on PC, then go into the console and start working uh, on those as well. But it just really didn't. It didn't happen. I think the highest I got was 2914. And uh, I think the last time we all played together was that night that we had that six man that was just not working at all. Not working for us. So yeah, I am. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting to play Overwatch a lot. To be <laughs> to be honest with you, so I'm I'm I I'm, can't wait to come back. Uh, but let's go ahead. Let's move into our uh, our main topics and let's get into the PTR report. PTR report. All right. So the PTR is still live. Uh, right before the show, I found out that people were complaining that the PTR has been up for so long and that it needs to, uh, you know, that, you know, Blizzard needs to just go ahead and push the, the updates forward. Just people being impatient. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, let the, cause if they push out, you know, the PTR updates too fast and the characters come out and they're not balanced, then there's just going to be a whole big, you know, another thing to cry upset about. about that. Exactly. People are going to be <laughs> upset about that. Like, oh, Doomfist is overpowered. Blizzard doesn't know how to balance. You know, shit yeah. like that. 
So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk some of the PTR changes because besides, well, we already talked about Doomfist getting uh, getting nerfed a little bit. Uh, but there are some additional changes that were made to other characters that I think are going to be a pretty big deal. Let's start with Zarya first. So Zarya had her Graviton Surge uh, buffed, actually. Graviton Surge disables movement abilities now. Uh, I'll just read it directly from the notes. Now, uh, Graviton Surge now disables all movement abilities of affected targets. I says affect targets. Proofreading blizzards, thank you. Uh, this is similar to how Junkrat's trap affect abilities. Uh, so now I think there's, uh, Bob, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was, now there's only three characters who can actually get out of the Graviton Surge. Yeah, um, there are three characters that can get out. Reaper and or and Orissa can use their 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 shift moves and they can just mm-hmm. they can just walk out. Uh Mercy can't use her E or her shift, but she can Res and then E and then E immediately use her her shift because she's invulnerable. So those are the only three that can get out. And I will note that you get locked out. So if you try to use one of your abilities that used to get you out of the bubble, now it's locked. So you can't use it on accident for for nothing. So if you do sir if you do survive the the bubble, you will still have that cooldown up. Right. So it actually puts a little red emblem in there. Yeah. So while I appreciate them buffing Zara so that like the Graviton Surge is more effective, um I kind of disagree with some of the characters that can't get out versus can, right? So first of all, I honestly, like Tracer's Recall does not work anymore in the Graviton Surge. That's bullshit to me. She should be able to recall. That's what I, I honestly, agree with. I agree with I, you. You don't think she should be able to recall out of the, the alt? No, Just I recall, do. recall, not blank. Yeah, not blank. Yeah, yeah, not blank, but recall because she wasn't there before and she just went back in time and she should be back in time now. Right, it literally exactly. moves time, and she should be able to do that. Right, that's why I think she should be able to do that. Uh, Reaper, I'm a little conflicted because Reaper, uh, actually, so uh, so Reaper can get out of Graviton Surge, right? He can get out of Graviton if Surge. He shadow steps out. If he shadow steps, but he can't shadow step out of a Junkrat trap. I know it's weird. It's weird. What kind of magical trap is this? Like this is fucking bullshit. That always bothered me. He turns into smoke and the trap still has him. Come on. It's the Junkrat voodoo? Voodoo. Junkrat does not do voodoo. How do you know what (laughs) Junkrat does? How do you know Junkrat doesn't do voodoo? He's from New Orleans and... uh... That he might be where he's originally from. Then he was shipped (laughs) off to Australia. I mean, we don't know the full backstory. You reach him, Bob. (laughs) So if if he shadow steps in the trap... And comes up somewhere else. Should the trap still be on him? Because he's physically locked into something. But the trap can move off the ground. I think, he, like, when you shadow... He's a fucking shadow, no. <laughs> he should not well, be then, trapped. Then he shouldn't 
Well, I guess if he shadows into the trap, that's kind of pointless because he's literally a shadow. But then we're getting too technical. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Go yeah, on, Blizzard, so. details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's weird that they're going so many different directions with having the same type of uh, abilities CC-wise, but not affecting different characters in the same way. So I think that's a little weird. and It's kind of hard for new players coming in to decipher all of this. Yeah, because that's like when, you know, when, um, when it should be like, you know, it should kind of make sense, right? So that people aren't like wasting their uh, abilities. But I guess technically speaking, if you wasted your ability once and you see it doesn't work, then you can kind of just, uh, you know, adjust. Even though I still, you see, you still see Genji players when they're getting hit with something they can't deflect, hit that emergency. <laughs> yeah. <I'm laughs> That's one of my favorite laser. things. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things to see a Genji player panic when I'm shooting with like Zarya, right? Like I'm shooting with Zarya and they start panic. I'm like, that ain't going to help you today, yeah, bitch. Absolute. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, man. I love seeing them blow that ability. <laughs> Well, although they, they could change. be hoping that one of your teammates behind you shoot and they reflect it back at you. That's not what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if they don't have if they don't have dash up, I think like why not throw it out there? You're gonna die anyway, you know? <laughs> You hope. <laughs> well, I love when uh, and I've done it many, many times where I'm diva. And I put the defense matrix up on Azaria, and I'm jumping backwards like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> it literally you need blocks to get your life together, none Anthony. of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shift, Anthony, uh, shift. Third yeah. and shift. No, I can't. I gotta wait uh, for the countdown. It's already gone. Uh, otherwise, I would have. <laughs> let's move on to McCree. So I think this is really gonna help McCree's. Uh, uh, Vi- well, not viability because McCree is actually already pretty viable. We're seeing him quite a bit, but his flashbang has been buffed. Now slows targets significantly when they are stunned. When they say slows significantly, they pretty much mean bring to a dead stop. And this, it, it, you might be thinking like, well, already brought characters to a dead stop. I think this really affects characters like Lucio the most, like characters that have like you know pretty fast movement. Uh, like Lucio, when you used to hit him with the grenade, if he was like sliding on a wall or something like that, he'd slide a little bit extra, and that might fuck up your uh, fan the hammer if you try to do it after the fact. Now he com- pretty much comes to a complete stop. Uh, yeah, you fan the hammer on him. Lucio, you know? Mercy, Genji, all of those that could have been in mid move in mid move movement. Now they're yeah. just—I mean, literally—just coming ink. They'll just fall to the ground. Yeah, I mean this because I know that a lot of people. If 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 it was like a really good Lucio on like in play, uh, going May was a great idea to slow him down and get him to stop. Now you can get him to stop and drop as uh you know as McCree, so that's pretty dangerous. I think like having taking a May out of the equation and putting somebody who deals damage like McCree into to deal with Lucio. You know, I think, when, don't get me wrong, it's not going to bring the end to the Lucio meta or anything like that. But at the same time, I think these Lucio mains are about to about to have a bad time. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're about to have a bad time. Keep riding around on the same damn pole up high. Here comes the crate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So I uh, I think that was good. I, 
I can't see people. Well, well, people can always find a reason to complain, but I can't see people saying, "Oh, it's OP." No, it's not. It's a uh-huh. fucking stun grenade. You no, know, I think this is, this brings it in line. Yeah, it helps them out. It really does, and it should have been like that in the first place. Right. So Reinhardt actually got um, some buffs and some fixes. Right, I'm actually pulling up the, the fixes now. But in terms of buffs, uh, Reinhardt, so the hammer, the swing speed was increased by 10%. And on top, I'm reading from the notes here, on top of the swing speed increase, we've gone through and tweaked many timings and other things about the hammer to make it more responsive. Overall, it should feel a lot better to swing and make contact with enemies. Uh, also, his charge. So in, uh, charge impacting another hero, Doomfist or Reinhardt, no longer deals damage to both characters, but it still causes a knockdown on both. So now, you know, you can defensively, like, if you're, well, before if a Reinhardt was charging you and nobody was going to be there to take the Reinhardt out, it was a good idea to charge the Reinhardt to just stop him in place versus let him carry you away. Uh, now there will be no damage penalty for that. Same thing with, like, Doomfist, which... I don't know. The Doomfist charge is really fast. Like, depending on where Doomfist does that and how far away he is from you, you would, it would it's going to take some really um, fast thinking to get that charge off while he charges you. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of Reinhardt's carried away from the group, and everybody's going to be standing there without a shit. Like, hey, you want to be friends? Like, like time out, time out. We're not ready. So he um, goes instantly into it. And you remember Reinhardt's got to go and then charge. Yeah, Reinhardt has to like do that thing where he puts his shoulder down and then the rocket starts. It so. uh-huh. pretty much just depends on how far away they are. You know what I mean? Like if Doom's coming in from 15 meters out, then yeah, Ryan's going to have a chance to, but. If he's coming from three, Reinhardt's not going to have any chance to charge back at him. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I mean, the Doomfist uh, charge, like, as soon as you let go, it's it's done. There's, like, no tell, you know? The only tell is if he, like you said, if he's far away because, you know, he'll hear him coming. But even that's not going to be enough. It's like, oh, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Boop. Like, <laughs> that, that, that's the way it's going to be. Um so we'll see now in terms of fixes because people have been complaining about Reinhardt for quite some time now I gotta admit because you know I, I it's not like I played a ton of Reinhardt but I have played Reinhardt this season um, quite a bit like you know quite a, I'll say quite a bit when we play competitive because I usually tank uh, but and you know while I did notice some things I didn't notice it as much as other people but some issues that are going to be fixed in 1.13 are uh, the fire strike hitbox was too small and they're going to fix that now which i did notice that i did notice i would hit some or i would try to hit some people and i thought that it was a hit and it didn't register i just thought it was me being bad but apparently not <laughs> you know apparently that was a problem uh, a host of the hammer swing issues have been uh, that were affected by high latency have been addressed um because remember we talked about that in a couple of shows back where you, you would swing the hammer and the hit wouldn't actually take place until the animation for the swing is almost finished. So they've gone and fixed that. Uh, we already talked about the swing increase. Uh, several animation canceling bugs, which were also uh, latency related, they're fixed. Fire strike and charge animation now sync correctly regardless of network latency. Uh, charge reliably, reliably pins targets instead of knocking them back. And he says, no, we fixed 
a number of issues and all of the issues were reliably uh, we, we were reliably able to reproduce because charges a cone based attack and latency is involved there might be other issues that surface Pro providing us with rely with re reproducible steps or video clips will help us in additional if additional issues realize uh sorry um arise and now it says um charge reliably pins targets when moving up steep stairs ramps um, and I did, I, I did notice that like sometimes I would charge somebody and instead of pinning them, it would actually just knock them back. And as I'm falling off the stage, I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I hear though, now, like it used to be nice because sometimes charging into a group, you would get like three of those, those push-offs, you know, maybe you didn't get your charge, but you knocked away three people and took them out of, out of position from what I hear now. You either hit the pin or you don't. I don't know if it's true. I haven't tested it, but that's what I've heard is it's either you hit the pin or you don't hit anybody. Yeah, I think part of like one of the issues I had playing against Reinhardt was that I would get pinned. I'd be like to the left or right of him. And I'm like, that should have knocked me back, but it would pull me into the pin anyway. And I think when they tried to fix that, because I did notice an improvement in that, that's when all this st other stuff started happening. And I think, uh, you know, now they're, you know, somewhere, you know, in the middle. So uh, we should see an improvement with Reinhardt, hopefully. Um, additionally, and actually something I forgot to put in the show notes, Reaper, uh, his shadow step, the voiceover and sound effect distance was dramatically reduced. So I have not played the PTR, obviously, to see how reduced it is. But... First of all, I don't think this was really needed. I think Reaper was already in a good place, right? And Reaper's not Genji. He's not Tracer. Reaper is... He's not even a glass cannon, right? Reaper is a powerhouse. And in Overwatch, powerhouses should be loud. You should be warned that they're, they're coming, you know? Um, and it's not like I, I've never seen people be able to use Reaper to get into, like, get behind a group or get into somebody, especially if a, if a team fight is going on. So I don't necessarily know if this is necessary. I know Bob likes it because, Bob, you're, 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 you're a Reaper guy. You're re well, you're not a Reaper main, but you play Reaper a lot. Yeah, I've played about 161 hours of him in comp. On the one account, I don't know if I added up the other two. But, yeah, his, I mean, I just don't even use that that move i i only use that move after we wipe a a team and i want to repos reposition for the next fight or if i'm running back from from spawn i'll use it but it's pretty worthless especially when he goes reaper here Right, and it takes have, like okay. five seconds to complete the whole move, and you're you're vulnerable almost the entire time. I can't tell you how many times I warped up to a ledge and had a Hanzo just stand there, just smiling at me, and shoots an arrow to my head. Right. Well, I've seen people use the move. I don't see it overly used. Right. I'm not gonna say it's in a it's in a perfect place. Um, I've seen people use the move to get like get behind the team or get into a position during a team fight, right? Where the other team is already engaged and not necessarily not necessarily paying attention to them. Uh, I just don't think it's necessary to do this for Reaper. He doesn't need another advantage at this point. Especially like, you know, he's an anti-tank. 
tanks are batteries to him now. Like he's in such a good position against tanks, you know, and and, and fights. I don't think he needs to be like a ninja. <laughs> to be honest with you, I, mean, I don't think still sh- gonna hear his clob stopping footsteps. Tunk, 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 tunk. I mean, they, they didn't lower that from what I read. No, they didn't lower that. But like, I don't. What I don't want is Reaper being able to, you know, um, shadow step to a high position and just drop down and do his alt. You know, like I, I don't think he needs that type of <laughs> type of advantage. I just don't think I, I don't think it's necessary. That's my I guess my main point. It's not that the move like you know the move was already good the way it was. I just don't. So okay, the move's not a stealth move. It's a, it's 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 to help you get into different positions. I think that's totally fine. It doesn't need to be a stealth move. So, but I don't know. I'm not gonna complain about it yet because I haven't played Overwatch in two weeks. <laughs> I actually haven't seen it in in motion. So so crossover in chat said, and this is true. It was so loud. I play a lot of Hanzo, and I just turn and shoot him in the face. Absolutely, it's absolutely what happened when <laughs> you shot us. Every time, <laughs> and, a, and yeah. you even get to aim because I it shows There's the like whole three people silhouette. Just waiting for me, my my shadow to come yeah. back to form. I'm just like, it's oh, just God. right there. You can just <laughs> line it up, tink. But well, in all honesty, I don't use it much, and I don't think most Reapers do. It's more for a rare position or to help speed up if you died or, you know what I mean, things like that. Catch up to your team. If I never saw it used, okay. Like, uh, But the thing is, I did see people using it. I have seen people use it badly. Like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, yep. you know, I've seen people use it badly. But I've also seen people use it, you know, pretty smart. Um, I've seen people use it actually, and it actually draws the team's attention away from us so we can do other stuff, but I have seen it used successfully. I'm just saying, uh, if you're going to, if you, the way it was, not the way it is, right? Mm -hmm. The way it was, if you tried to play it as a stealth move, not going to work. No. But if you can use it to put yourself to, to move around the map and put yourself in a different position, I think it was totally fine, but. Except for rails. It's still broken with freaking oh, yeah. destructible rails, man. Until those things get knocked off, you like, you're almost about on it. You're on it. You're like, okay, I'm hitting, I'm hitting the button, and then boom, you're down on the ground because it just shifted right down to the ground, and then you're right in front of the enemy team. And you're like, man, why did I even try that? I, I like when known. it starts when it's popping from the from where you're trying to go up and yep. down, and I'm just like click and click click. I'm trying to hope that it's up here. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, you're just clicking like in your, you're just hoping it. Yeah, I've done that on Legion Tower on the one with the little island so many times trying to get in that freaking window, mm-hmm. and. Never get it. Usually I'm right there by the health pack, still on the other side of the freaking That's exactly point. the map I was talking about, too. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. Once I actually get in and, and get a chance to play it, like, you know, if I if I find out Reapers are get, sneaking around me like cats, I'm going to be upset. Like, get the fuck away from here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Steve D said I used Reaper to teleport to get around chokes on Voskaya. That's it. Which is true. A lot of hidden spots on Voskaya. Yeah. So that works. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to a little conversation on buffing versus nerfing. Now, this conversation came from a video. I think I think it's, it's an Overwatch Central video. And I generally speak, I, I, I watch their videos. You're muted, Bob. Uh, I think it was your Overwatch. Your Overwatch? We'll find out in a second. Click. Uh-oh. I'm opening Firefox by accident. That's so simple. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, it was either Overwatch Central or your Overwatch. No, it was Overwatch Central. It was definitely Overwatch Central. And it was, it was a video called Stop Nerfing Doomfist. Uh, and their argument was that, you know, Doomfist is the most fun they've had in the game since, you know, Overwatch came out, right? And it's because, and it, it's pretty much because Doomfist was unbalanced. That, that's basically what they're saying. Like the fact that Doomfist was un, 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 unbalanced, that he was overpowered, made made playing with him really, really fun. And that's what Overwatch has been missing from the game, is what they were trying to say. I'm sorry, not what they were trying to say. That's what they were saying. Um, and they said that Blizzard, instead of nerfing characters for balance. You know, like Doomfist, like you know, instead of nerfing his his ability to go thirty meters with his with his charged punch or with his rocket punch, they should have buffed other characters to handle it instead. And so then they also get into saying that you know Blizzard, should, instead of you know constantly nerfing characters, they should be buffing them instead because it will make the game more fun. Now this is something. I wholeheartedly disagree with. Like normally they make a couple of good points in their videos, they make some bad points in their videos. Uh no. No bueno. I totally video. disagree with that as well. Totally disagree. Totally disagree. And and this is why. Overpower if you can call overpowered hero, I mean, cheesy. Like basically like if if a hero's overpowered, it's usually cheese that they have, I would say, right? So what essentially they want is a game full of cheesy heroes, you know, cheesy overpowered heroes. Where cheesy I just overpowered walk into heroes. somebody and they fucking die or something. That's what it would get to the point of. Yeah, and I, I think sure, cheesy overpowered heroes can be fun for some time, but you, it it's it's an empty kind of fun. If you guys follow me, uh-huh. it's just kind of like okay, I had fun with that, but you know now I need to go do something else. You know, it gets it stops being fun after a little bit versus something more fulfilling when you're playing balanced heroes, balanced games, and you're trying to get better and you're trying to rank up and stuff like that. The more cheese you put into a game, the less the game becomes about skill and the more it becomes about, you know, the cheese and luck and stuff like that. I mean, my, my greatest example, right, and Jorge, forgive me, is uh, Destiny. Uh, Destiny is made out of cheese okay it is made out of cheese like the game is literally built to make you feel good about playing the game and it was built to make you feel powerful not only in the uh campaign or the pve but also in the pvp like you'll get your super regardless and playing in the playing the game and you could be sucking all game and then one day you get your super and you can just barrel into a room, press two buttons, Titan smash, kill five people in one shot. You know, the weapons that they have in Destiny are cheesy. You know, the, the supers are cheesy. The grenades, when you throw grenades, a lot of the grenades will magnetize. They, they, they like magnetize to you and click like you can throw it towards somebody and the grenade go whoop, click like, you know, like right onto a person. That's that's just cheesy and like it's fun for a little bit, but then it just starts to get annoying. You know, as you continue to play the game, you realize that no matter how good you get, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are skill differences, but Bun- but Bungie purposefully is trying to make it so that low tier players aren't getting 
absolutely wrecked by high tier players. In order to get super wrecked in, in, in Destiny, you have to be so bad at that game. Like, you have to be so bad at it to get like destroyed. Other than that, the game makes uh, ways to to close the skill gap. So that's what that's that's a prime example of a game. You know, going the route of overpowered heroes, cheese to be fun versus a game like Overwatch, which they're actually trying to balance it to, you know, actually take skill, take some skill. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Overwatch does have its cheese, right? But it's definitely not near the cheese levels of Destiny. So for them to say that, you know, heroes should be buffed to handle other heroes being overpowered, that's that is a slippery slope. You know, that's a road to disaster because then where does it stop? (laughs) <laughs> you know like no I, I think balance requires that you buff a little bit you nerf a little bit and then that character should be balanced what do you guys think i talked for a long time why the hell would you want to play a game that's not balanced that doesn't have differences in characters besides you know them just shooting different weapons or different sizes that's absolutely ridiculous video i uh I would punch that video in the face if i could <laughs> With, <laughs> with the doom fist, right? Um, I am a huge your Overwatch fan. Uh, I love them. I watch lots of their almost most every video they put out. Uh, it's at least under ten minutes. Um, <laughs> and I disagree with them here. I played. I played a little bit of. Of of Doomfist this weekend and just a little bit bef- before the cast, uh, a little one v one action with uh, Mr. Anthony over here, mm-hmm. champion right here, champion. <laughs> I haven't recorded too, so I'll stick it on, on YouTube for you to watch. Uh, but it's still fun. I mean, he's super fun. Like he just he's he's like he's fun. I don't see why. The nerfs take away the fun. So, I mean, it still feels really powerful with the right click. I almost think that the charge with the with with the right click was too much at the start because, like, you go way too far. I mean, you might not want to go that far, and I didn't see a way to cancel it. So, I don't know. I'd... I think Blizzard knows what they're doing when it comes to balance. I can't believe they have it as balanced as as they do. And the only reason they have it like like that is because they're constantly working on it. If this game was like most other games, they would not be constantly balancing it. And there, it, there would be tons of overpowered different things and everybody would capitalize right, right to two of those and then those are what would be called cheese absolutely absolutely like, I, I, I'm gonna bring up Destiny again but in that game people go for the same guns like they all use the same weapons because the game, the, the, the weapons are cheesy boring you know, like, it do, exactly so the That's only the reason gets- I'm doing a podcast about this game is because it's constantly changing constantly e- evolving and no the meta is not stale like you talked about playing Ryan, right? And you did, and we saw like Ryan's when we were playing at the start of the, at, at at the start of the season for the last two weeks. I don't know that I've seen one Ryan. That's because they they're they're slaves to the meta, 
And the meta says no Reinhardt. Either way, it's changed. <laughs> you know, like it's true. I've seen a few, but not as many as I used to. Well, you'll see anything down where you are. Yeah, dude, I sure. played. I dude, I played with him in our in, in our in our duo queue queued at like eighteen hundred. I played Reaper. I was just like one v three in people. It was hilarious. You should have been with us, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm missing the good times right now. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, yeah, but I, I just had to bring that up because I'm I totally disagree with that statement. Like you want like you know. You want to have a, like a really fun game? Like you want Doomfist to be overpowered? Go make a custom game. Okay? Go have your fun. You and your ilk. Go ahead, you know, go do what you need to do and have your fun with Doomfist. But the rest of us are going to have fun with the characters being balanced. Like, that's what keeps me playing games for long periods of time. Uh-huh. Competition. You know, like, yeah, competition and, and getting better. Because when I play Overwatch for hours and hours, right, it, it kind of feels like I'm working towards something. You know, it's not just cheese, you know? And so, when and when you pull off, like, the say you're practicing Genji, the first time you pull off that triple dash reset, you're like, oh, you know, you're just on fire. <laughs> like, it feels good because you accomplished something. It's like you, if you, like, I play, I play Xbox uh, The Witcher, and I play it on the easiest because I just want, to just play through and just kill everybody and just be the man. Right. But if I'm playing against other people that, I mean, they'll just leave too. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Competition is what makes a multiplayer game fun. Yeah, exactly. Like even, like even in wow, when I was a, a DPS rogue, every fight, I would be competing to be number one DPS at the end. That was, mm-hmm. and I mean, I was competing with the other DPS. Right. No, you're you're right. Like, yeah, that's with when it comes to single player. Sure, be cheesy, be like super powerful. Actually, to be honest, with you, even in games like that, I kind of lose interest uh, in it after after Quickly, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Me. I will. I, I, Go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, it's just often the games I play where I do that are story-driven games. And I'm just kind of like watching a movie, to be quite honest. It's just mm. I want to turn my mind off. I want to be the really cool guy, and that's it. You know what the problem, I think, is for me? When challenging a single-player game for me helps with the immersion of said game. Like, if I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn... And it's just super easy for me to take down some of the biggest machines they have there, you know, without having some type of strategy that kind of breaks the immersion for me. But the fact that I can take down the largest machines in the game easily after, you know, you know, developing the skills to do so has a totally different feeling to it. Oh, and I, mean, I'm I can't sure. remember. I can't remember the, the I think they're called rock breakers. Um, the, the enemy I'm thinking of, but like when I first fought them, like they were difficult, you know. And then by the time I got to the end of the game, I was so proficient at killing them, I could fight like two at a time, and you know it would be nothing to me. And that has a really good feeling to it. And that's kind of the it's it's, it, it's the same feeling that I have in Overwatch or any competitive game that I play, you know being able to dominate somebody because you have developed skills to do so feels really good yep, and it makes really it good. worth it makes it worth the time that you spent to play the game you know 
other than that, it just feels like you're kind of wasting time. And some people are okay with that, but I'm not. See, um, I should say I'm not okay with it, but it's just not. It's just not my. It's not, not the way I like to play. I guess like I used to be like that before online multiplayer. I used to really enjoy single player uh, games where I had to really work at it. But now, I mean, any any single player game, if I research, I'm going to know exactly how to to beat it, and then I'm going to beat it. And that's not the way it is in multiplayer. Multiplayer, you have to deal with a human who can think on their on on their toes and react according to you which ai still cannot do so that's why i love multiplayer no it makes sense i feel you i totally feel you uh but let's go ahead and we'll move on from that topic let's talk about the death of overwatch because this is a topic that seems to be going on right now a lot of people are saying there's been a lot of youtube videos about it um you know I, i think like the feeling is coming from like some people are saying that oh, the levels of toxicity are too high or, you know, Blizzard isn't balancing correctly. They're not releasing content fast enough. And I laugh when I hear that because, you know, the games, like, multiple games that I played for a while, like like Counter-Strike and UT, dude, like, Epic, I think once UT 2K4 came out, right, I think Epic released, like, maybe a year later, they released, like, a new map pack and that wasn't even their maps, those maps that the community built, you know, and, and it's not like Valve is always releasing new maps for Counter-Strike or something like that, but um, you know, people complain about the SR system, which I mean, I complain about it too, don't get me wrong, but they're saying like, this, these are all the reasons why Overwatch is going to die, Overwatch is dead, pro players are going to leave Overwatch, etc. So I, just, I kind of wanted to talk about it because I'm like, you know, uh, is Overwatch dying? Spoiler alert, no. <laughs> Will it? No. <laughs> but you know, I want to talk a little bit like what well, what causes a game to die and let's look at what's going on in Overwatch right now. Right. So a couple of things that cause games to die. High levels of toxicity. One hundred percent can cause a game to die. And it's not just because people are toxic, but I think that it actually lends into another fact uh, of how games die, which is games die when new players stop playing it. When you stop getting an infusion of new players into your game, the game is almost like you, that's pretty much the death march for the game because the older players, most of them are going to even loyal players. They're going to find new games are going to come out. They're going to find new games to play and eventually they're going to stop playing Overwatch as much. They're like, you know, and then the server levels are going to go down. The player levels are going to go down and without new players coming in to keep those, you know, uh, population levels up there's no reason to come back and play, you know? So high levels of toxicity kind of ate into that because um, I'm going to use UT 2K4 as a great example because toxicity uh, in that, like it kind of, I, should, I guess you call it toxicity because it's not like the toxicity that we're talking about in Overwatch where people are like, you know, telling you to die and drink bleach and stuff like that. But the toxicity that UT had, uh, the problem that UT had was like elitism right in the competitive sector where you know if somebody new was trying to come in people would not help them get better you know they wouldn't encourage you know have encouraging words like they were the way uh you could uh kind of divide the ut community back then was that servers that had low slots like let's say eight 
to 10 slots, those were like pro servers. Those were servers that were people who knew how to play the game very well would play. If you saw a server that had like 16 slots, 20 slots, 32 slots, you knew that server was going to be a madhouse. And that was where most of the casuals like to play. But in these pro servers, like let's say you had a server that had eight slots and it was 4v4 for team deathmatch. If you took one of those slots and there was like a spectator waiting to get in and you were just like doing terribly, they would actually like, dude, why are you here? Like you need to go to a, to a casual server. Like this isn't the place for you. You need to get out of here. Yeah. You know, they, they really wouldn't aid new players into the competitive scene. And because of that, the competitive scene of UT dwindled and died eventually when new games came out, you know? So like that, let's I'm saying like toxicity can do that. Like, I know we talked about this before, Bob, but you said, you know, um, toxicity of League of Legends really kept you from playing that game. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even try it. My, my brother and my brother-in-law wanted me to play it. He's, he's like, diamond something in it so he's pretty good i guess but he wanted me to play it but when i looked into it i heard it was just unfun and you have to type and in overwatch it pisses me off when people type and don't use the mic so i can't imagine having to read that crap like we are not in the typing century go buy a 12.99 microphone at walmart and talk because I don't have time to be looking at chat, but I guess all chat is, is them telling you how, how, how bad you are. I never tried, but I definitely looked into it, watched videos and then was just like, I don't even want to mess with learning this. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, toxicity definitely can cause uh, the death of a game, but it has to be really, really bad. Do I think, Overwatch is at that level yet where the toxicity is so bad that it's stopping new people from playing? I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. What I see a lot of people doing is uh, muting chat altogether, muting voice altogether, and then continuing to play the game. And then they'll, especially on PC or actually on console too, I mean, you can do this. You can get into a party with your friends and play that way, or you can get onto Discord with your friends and play that way. I mean, that's bad for other reasons, like in competitive. That's that's bad for other reasons, but I don't think that's going that the levels of toxicity in Overwatch are killing the game. Now, another thing that can kill a game is lack of new content, which is uh, what you know they're saying that is going on with Overwatch. I'm like, but what do you want? They like we have established they have they're releasing a new hero quarterly, basically, or not quarterly because it's three heroes a year if they continue on this schedule. Every few months they're releasing a new hero. Then uh, I guess the map release schedule is definitely a bit more uh, flexible because what we got Eichenwald last summer. Then in January we got Oasis. Then uh, we got Lunar Colony. And was it May or June of this of this year? And they're working on more new maps and possibly new game modes. But then on top of it, if you consider the three v three maps and the changes they made in three v three, which I do like, that's additional content like. I I don't have Tons a problem of content. I don't and not mention the the um skins, voice lines, sprays. It's still content. I know you hate it, but it's still like content. Everything. Yeah, game browser. I, 
I mean, well, I'm not. When I say content, I mean actual, like playable content, not like voice lines. You know how I feel about that, Bob. I know, it's a touchy <laughs> subject, but it's still content. It's still no, content. It's a, it's a voice lines are stocking stuffers. <laughs> you know, and I still look fucking, forward to the stocking stuffers. They're fucking coal. They're the coal that Santa puts <laughs> in your goddamn socks. That's how it goes, right? I'm, I'm a little off of my Santa Claus lore. <laughs> oh, yes, all goes in your socks. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Joe was a bad if kid. This was like the 15, 1600s. Joe <laughs> was a bad kid growing up. So, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, so like, even like, so the events are becoming even more active because, like, what, Summer Games uh, had, you know, had Lucio Ball, and I was like, okay, but then you had Junkenstein's Revenge. I'm like, all right. Mace Snow. Oh, actually, Junkenstein's Revenge was nice. I'm not going to front on that. Uh, you had uh, this new Mace Snowball fight, which I actually liked. A lot of people didn't like it. it was I liked the one hit kill nature. Oh, I'm like, you got to be accurate. It was lame. I was like, oh, we're was all cool. May. We're all You had to be here. accurate until you got your all, and you're like, <laughs> we're all equal here so i actually I, I did like me a snowball fight uh ctf we're not going to revisit that but then you know you had the uprising event which was awesome um the uh uh the year anniversary didn't have any special game mode just skins and stuff like that but in summer and games, some stuff uh, scattered around the maps and stuff which kind of made it cool yeah but in summer no games, wasn't that ctf no that was that was a year of the rooster CTF. Oh, what did you say? I said the year anniversary. Year on, anniversary. Yeah, I just heard year. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, no. I mean, actually, I think for this next event, where like, if the rumors are true, we're gonna get two events. Technically speaking, we're gonna get whatever the Doomfist stuff is, and we're gonna get the. Uh, uh, you know, what, whatever's coming with summer games. And I'm really hoping to have an uprising style event, but with Talon instead, that would be like breaking out of a prison. You know, that'd be pretty cool. Well, then uh, we have what, the event what, what last time ball? along with um, the discounted game along with double XP, right? Was that at the same time? Or was it just the game and double XP? No discounted game and double XP. They were just together. There was no event during them. Okay. No, that was year of the, the rooster. That, or, no, that, that was, was year, year anniversary. anniversary. Jeez. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to what's coming next, but there's been tons of content. So people who are saying there's a lack of content, they're just wrong. Like it is, that's not the case here. Um, and then another thing that can cause a game to die is lack of developer support. So that can come in the form of lack of content, or it can come in the form of, you know, the developer not providing tools for the community to really you know uh thrive or not necessarily listening to the community and while i right now of course i've been praying for modding tools i knew it was going to overwatch (laughs) i've been praying for that but it's it has to happen eventually it's going to happen even jeff kaplan says he wants it the only reason that we don't have it now is because you know the other blizzards games use they use the same engine all the time but this one uses a brand new engine, so the, it, it doesn't really have like the mod support and stuff like that. And they're going to build into it eventually. We're going to get it. But at the same time, Blizzard is active in the forums. Jeff Kaplan's active in the forums. You could tell that the developers are active in the forums when they're dissing you on the forums. You know, like they did with that one guy. Right. So, <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's definitely the developer is supporting the game. Now, 
will Overwatch keep the, the the same levels of support or not necessarily levels of support, but level of popularity? Of course not. It is going to go down. Um, how popular will Overwatch be as an as a esport, or you know how how well the, will the competitive community do? do? It remains to be I'm seen. Not necessarily so, yeah, at least it's remains to be seen. I'm not so sure it's going to do that great. But just even even if that's the case, it doesn't mean that the game is going to die. Technically speaking, none of Blizzard's games are doing that great in the esports scene, right? I mean, Heroes of the Storm is is leagues behind League of Legends and Dota 2, right? Um, Hearthstone has a following, even for the competitive, but it's not... On the, on the grand scale of things, it's not that large. StarCraft 2 has taken a dive in terms of viewership and viewer engagement. Um, and I think it's mainly, it actually goes back to kind of why people love Blizzard games to begin with, uh, which puts Blizzard in a tough spot. Like people love to play Blizzard games because they are accessible. You know, they are accessible, whether you're a newcomer, like if you're a newcomer, you can step your way up and, and play it. Or if you have played a lot, there is going to be a skill gap there for you. But when Blizzard balances their games, just like with Overwatch, and you know we've been saying it for you know months now with Overwatch, you know they have to they have to they have a conflict of interest because they have to balance the game for the casuals and for the competitive scene. And I think that same exact thing keeps it from being like their competitive that competitive access of the aspects of their games from taking off. I think that's one of their biggest issues. But you know, like I said, none of their games really are flying in terms of esports, but yet none of the games they support are dead. None of them. You know, I remember when people said, oh, Heroes of the Storm is going to last. Heroes of the Storm is going to die. Heroes of the Storm is doing just fine. Yeah, it's doing just fine. Uh Yeah, so uh, Overwatch, like, you know, it's it's, it's saying that Overwatch is dead or it's going to die, it's dying, you know, the the pro players are going to leave it. No, get out of here. Especially (laughs) if, especially if Blizzard continues to throw money at Overwatch League. The 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 pro players are gonna stay right yeah, where they not are. Not just Blizzard, Robert Kraft. I mean, the list goes on. Like, there's a lot of money in this. The pros, they'll leave if they're stupid. Yeah, but they're they're not gonna leave. You know, if anything proves that the pros follow the money, it's League of Legends and Heroes of New Earth. You know, it's League of Legends had the money. Heroes of New Earth did not. They play League of Legends. <laughs> yeah, you might have your immature kids screwing up an opportunity, but as long as the as long as the money's there, they're gonna play. And it's just the ones that their characters aren't in the current meta that are probably pissed. Right. So, like I said, well, you know, we said in the beginning of the conversation, Overwatch is not dead; it is not dying. Um, you know. I have no vested interest in Overwatch uh, in terms of like monetarily to make, to, to, you know, make it seem like it's not going anywhere. It's, it's not going anywhere. Not for a long time. Is it always going to be as popular as it is right now? No, but that's okay. So you're saying you don't own anytime soon. Are you saying you don't own stock in Blizzard? I do not own stock in Blizzard. So (laughs) no worries about that. (laughs) Now, let's go ahead and move into our weekly updates. Weekly updates. 
Okay, so let's just get this out of the way. Doomfist will be released on July 27th. That is next Thursday. Uh, a lot of people thought that was a little weird, but I mean, Blizzard's done other stuff on Thursdays. Like, they've had a couple seasons that launched on a Thursday. So Blizzard does what they want when they want to do it. When it's done. Yeah, so uh, Doomfist will be released on 727. Uh, we are speculating that they will also start Summer Games that same day. I, it's you know, We're recording this on Tuesday. We just got the news today. Um, I think that with by Thursday, we will see some type of uh, trailer or something for Summer Games. Usually we see a leak ahead of time, thanks to Microsoft. Uh, but I don't know. Thanks maybe they the leak. Yeah, thanks they to have Xbox. All, they have all the leaks. Yeah, so thanks to Xbox, we usually see that, but I think we're going to actually... Um, I don't know. We, we, I think by Thursday we're going to see something, so we'll see. Uh, moving on, the MLB is challenging Blizzard over the Overwatch League logo. It's ridiculous. It is. I'm a little surprised. Like, really? Like, because you look at the NBA logo and it's like, uh, okay, you know, if they like, why are they not suing the NBA? Major but, League Gaming, Major League this, you know, all that shit. Look at it. Yeah, Same like thing. you're 100 percent right. But then again, I was thinking, like, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of what deals MLB has with these other places. Like, who knows? The NBA may have like you know, an agreement with the MLB on their, on their logo. Same thing with major league gaming. They may have had an agreement with them. Uh, so that may be why that may be why, you know, that's not the case, but maybe uh, blizzard does not. And they're like, Nope, Nope. We, we, this is, you know, you should have came come to us first. Remember and, you uh, can't have a shadow with colors in the background of something. Otherwise, well, also, MLB will sue you. <laughs> yeah, at first I was like, you know what, like, you know, this is this is gonna be, you know, walk in the park, right? Uh, there's no way that you can mistake the two. There's no way. But then again, U.S. patent law is ridiculous. <laughs> you it know? can be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So U.S. patent law is ridiculous. So they may actually have something here, depending on how the logo is patent patented. You know. Or trademarked, so yeah, it's it's stupid. So, but you know, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Um, actually, they're having a hard time gathering a case because originally I think they had thirty days to dispute. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. Yeah, yeah. So there was like a deadline for the opposition, and just one day before the thirty day deadline, MLB decided it needed more time to oppose Overwatch League's logo. MLB now was granted ninety more days to look into the claim and confer. With counsel, July twenty sixth is the new deadline for the opposition, and NBA has yet to file uh, the claim. So they are wait. I guess we'll see if they actually file the claim or not. But mm, this is a uh, hopefully they don't do it. Hopefully they don't do anything stupid. But talk. Speaking of Overwatch League, uh, there was finally some news that came out about Overwatch League. Uh, the cities have been announced. There are seven cities, Boston, New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Miami, Orlando, and then in China, there's Shanghai and, oh, sorry, in China, there's Shanghai, and in Korea, there's Seoul. Three on the East Coast. Yep. 
They're in the East Coast. Sorry, Europe. Like, there's <laughs> nothing in Europe. No. They got fucked. Yeah. Well, I, the thing is, like, it's not that big. I don't fucked. think it's, it's like, done. Nobody is buying into it. Yeah, I don't think like, it's no, done I, yet, though. I would hope not. Seven cities doesn't seem like much of a league. I mean, don't get me wrong. When other leagues got started, you know, football league, you know, the NFL or before it was the NFL. And then, you know, the NBA, you know, there's not like those leagues were packed full of teams. Um, but at the same time, oh, it's not like Overwatch is a small game in the EU and nobody's biting in the EU that $20 million uh, price tag, you know, to buy in. Which is understandable because, you know, we kind of talked about that ourselves, you know, the other day where well, the other episode where it's like, you know, Overwatch has not proved itself to be like a, a big esport or a money making esport, right? So asking for $20 million to buy in kind of seems like a lot. Well, it uh, sounds like they're allowing any, like anyone who has a buy-in to hold all of the semi-professional tournaments so they can use their own auditoriums, bring in people, have, have buy-ins, have prize money, and they're giving them another way to make money besides just the team itself. From from what I've read, yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens. This is the first news we've heard in a long time, and uh, I don't know. I think they, 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 there needs to be a bit more news coming out. Like, when is the league starting? Where you know, is, is this all of the cities? Like, how is it going to work? You know, how are the players getting paid? Like, you know, that's a lot of information. Do we have a, out, so. do we have a salary cap? What are we doing about? Yeah, I mean, I want to hear everything. I want to hear. I think there is revenue sharing with like fifty percent of the revenue or something like that. I heard that revenue sharing doesn't start till twenty twenty one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that that's what I that's what I heard. I'd have to double check that though. Um, let's move on to loot drop rates. Um, they were confirmed by Blizzard, um, and it's actually kind of what uh, I think we, we've mentioned it before. We've had other people do some research as well, and uh, according to Blizzard, uh, the rate drops for Epics are set around 18.9%, and the drop rate for Legendaries is about 7.5%. So that being the case, that being the official word from Blizzard... Um, I kind of have a bone to pick with them because for months, because I was tracking it for months, my legendary drop rate was 4.5%. That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and my, my uh, epic drop rate was, it was somewhere around like 12% for months. Like it's actually gotten better uh, recently. I don't it's, it's hear definitely it. gotten better. You don't want to hear it. I've got a silver <laughs> portrait. Do you think I don't already know this? <laughs> you, 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 like that's because you, you have, you've gotten way more loot boxes than I, <laughs> I have. Know, that's what I'm more- saying. I, I know I have a ton. So I mean, I yeah. So of course you're getting duplicates now, but things like you get so many duplicates, you just get the money instead. Me, I don't get all those duplicates. I get just junk. I get trash. I get two. You know, when I when I get a, a, a uh, an event loot box. And I get like the double for the event. It's two fucking voice lines, <laughs> you know. Like that, that's that's what I get. 
I'm just saying, like it's if seven point four drop, seven point four percent isn't a high drop rate to begin with, but at the, you know, to go down to four percent or four point five percent, no, no good. That's not a good feeling. I'm opening up loot boxes and I'm constantly getting three whites in the blue, three whites in the blue. You know, no, that's not a good feeling. So fuck you, Bob. I'm actually <laughs> excited to get all those whites because now I'm going to start seeing all those numbers fill up. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm sitting at like 80, 80% of everything on every character. Now I can actually fill them up, hopefully. Yeah, now. I mean, I'm kind of excited that, that the uh, with the new update that will be coming, the there will be less duplicates. You know, because actually I opened up the five loot boxes on the PTR with my main account, no duplicates. Opened up five du- loot boxes on my Smurf account, no duplicates. That's cool. So, you know, I don't have to, you know, you'll you'll get more of what you want. But at the same time, now I'll also get less duplicates. So I'll get less money to buy stuff during events. So but you but get, you'll more get more money, voice though. lines and that's what you want. That's what you're looking for. So you're. Get more of what you Anthony, want. Shut your mic off, Anthony. <laughs> you get, uh, yeah, but with the with the change, you get more gold per per dupe. So, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, see that. So I don't think it's like twice as much. But I mean, you get more. You get a little bit more. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. All right, so Here, we're sorry on. for fucking you all these times. You open these loot boxes. There's some extra money. <laughs> Here's a doom fist. I don't think I've yeah. gotten anything I can use in the past like two weeks. No joke. Like almost Sorry. everything's been doomed. I don't ever get anything I could use. I'm just used to it by now. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, I got something new. Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, quick update. Actually, it's not a quick update. There's there was an not an announcement. There was a, so Jeff Kaplan was replying back to a forum post about punishments. And uh, he basically was saying there is a new punishment system coming soon or an update to the punishment system coming soon. So now that he said that, we're hoping within the next two weeks or so, um, within the next few weeks, that we're going to see this new punishment system. Um, I don't know. They might almost wait for uh, making a change like that. They might wait for the new season to roll it out. You know, even though I guess the end of the season will be a great time to roll it out because, you know, people, as soon as it comes out, people are going to be on top of it and using it all the time. So you want to get it out of their system first. Yeah. <laughs> get it out of their I, system. I like that it's report, report, new. Yeah, let them get it out of their system at the end of season five and going into season six normalized. Can I get a report macro? Yeah. <laughs> F5 through F6. Um, real quick in the chat, Missy Lulu said, no, you get more gold when you get gold drop in a loot box, not for duplicates, she thinks. Oh. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. I can't refute because I didn't even know you got more gold. Period. I just. <laughs> so, yeah, I just heard more gold, so I'm not sure. Oh, okay. All right. Well, what is? Uh, let's move on to community discussion, which we have been <laughs> holding off for the last four weeks because we've been going over time. But I said, no matter what, we're gonna do it this week, and Jock keeps his promises, so we're gonna go ahead and do it. We want to talk about reclassifying characters because recently we've had this change with Roadhog. We've been talking for weeks about Sombra being a better support than an attacker. So we kind of want to discuss, like, you know, 
what if any like you know who needs to be reclassified and where should they go um so i mean right off the bat i mean i would definitely i always said symmetra even before she had her buff symmetra needs to be reclassified to defense i think no i think symmetra no. and torborn should be support and there should be a new classification called healer and that's where we can move the healers. And then we put Sombra in support. You're trying to do too much right there. No. You're trying to do too. I think we need like six. We're talking about within the confines oh, within of the, the confines that of we what have they now. have. Yeah. Okay, then just to make it easy for the simple minds, then yeah, Sombra moves over to support. Symmetra stays support. Torbone goes to support. That's what I think. I don't think so. I think Torbjorn is defensive. Like even his, Defense, him, yeah, yeah he, given his, that armor is still more defensive than a support ability. But we're um, trying to make it easy. Like you replace a in the two 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 uh, meta, you replace a support with a Symmetra Torbjorn, or like maybe they should have a little plus sign, you know, like Symmetra plus Torb equals one healer. <laughs> but I mean, even yeah. just a Symmetra with a Mercy, you still just want the one, the one heal. You do not want to run Symmetra or Sombra with two heals. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, I don't necessarily want to replace a healer with a Torbjorn in, you know, in most basic situations. I don't know. Defense, like, it could... Still work pretty dang good. Yeah, it depends what the other characters pick. I'm on the fence with that one. Yeah, that's 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 kind of a, you know, that's that that that's not as simple switch as you're making it sound like. You know, Torbjorn uh, was originally, I think, uh, before they released the beta, classified as support. I don't know. Every time, as far when I was in the beta, there was always he was always before, like in the alpha. In the alpha, yeah. yeah. I think they changed him for a reason, (laughs) you know. But like Symmetra, I totally think Symmetra should be a defensive character. Uh, I do too. Even though she does the same thing as Torb does with, you know, she has a support aspect, but I think she's totally. Yeah, totally in that category now. How about this? How about we just throw the defensive. Okay, you said work within the combine, the the combines. the uh, combine. So let's just throw defense out. We throw Hanzo and Widow on DPS. Like, I mean, the defense class is just kind of a hodgepodge of people. But if you want to keep that, then yeah, you need Sombra there. You need Symmetra moved over there. I don't know. I think we need more classes. Is what I think. Well, yeah, I man, I've talked before, like, I mean, like, I don't want to get too far away, too deep into that conversation. I've talked before that, you know, tanks shouldn't be called tanks. They should be called heavies because that's what they are in first-person shooters. But, you know, if we keep things the way they are, you know, <laughs> in terms of classes, like, I think Sombra would be, be a, you know, better off as a support character. With, support, you know, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, she's uh, disabling people's abilities. She's, uh, you know, locking down health packs and you know, and stuff she like builds that. as you get health packs. So exactly, like I think support. that's where she belongs there. Now, I think in in his current state, and his state's going to change again soon. So we'll see what happens. But in his current state, Roadhog should totally be in defense. 
in my opinion. I think he should totally be in defense. I don't think he fits anywhere in his current state. That's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> he has. Uh, so when I play, if I play him as a tank, I get murdered. I think I talked about this last <clears> week. <throat> if I play him as a DPS, I'm still getting golds. <laughs> I'm still getting golds. I'm still killing people. I'm doing doing it pretty well. Being very selective about the hooks. Like I haven't hooked the person that wasn't damaged in weeks, primarily because I haven't played in two weeks. But but because like you know even before that, like when I was starting to you know pick up hog again and trying to figure out how to how to play with him now, it's like you know. You, you make your hook selective, deal out damage properly, but like, you know, play play with the group. But you know, he's not a tank anymore. Like he's, you know, he sure he has a high health pool, but you know, he doesn't have any tanking abilities. I think he needs to be moved to either attack or defense. He's an ultimate battery. Yes, that's why you don't play him in competitive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but at the same well, time, people like, don't. Should... <laughs> people fucking don't. <laughs> At the same time, you should. They should. He should be moved into a different category. And I, I did play him once this week on my solo account. It's the first time I've played him since since the nerf. And uh, yeah, he's he's still bad. I was even playing him on. Oh, I don't even remember control map, the one with the big old pit in the middle, and you can. Yeah. Helios. It was Elios one or no? It was uh, it was Li Jing Tower one of them. But there were good spots to hook people in holes. It still just wasn't good. Yeah, well, I think like you know, I don't know. Like, I, I I've been using the hook to pull people in once they're damaged, and I can usually get a kill on them, or pull them into a group. Uh, you know, pull them from out of position. You know, stuff like that. Like I had a Mercy who was following somebody, and as they were going around the corner, I was going to hook the Mercy and pull her away, and then she couldn't get away from anybody at that point. Um, he definitely plays very different. He doesn't fit the competitive meta, but I wouldn't say he's completely useless. He's just in his current state. He's I mean, he can he can still kill Winston. Winston can survive a bit longer. Um, he could still kill, but he just does too much for the other the yes, other team that's what, it's this that's what puts that's what puts him out of balance is that having him his, his his positives don't outweigh his negatives which is charging up the enemy you know the uh the enemy's alts yeah like you're not going to play junkrat when they have a zarya because junkrat can be useful but if they have a zarya you're just for sure going to charge her to 100% period like you're not going to have a fair. choice so you just don't play Junkrat into that comp. You don't play Farah into that comp. But You're Roadhog, your team when you do that. any comp you play into, you charge ultimates. Yep, this is true. You'd have to. You'd have to. Yeah, because even if you're not getting those shots, uh, they're shooting you unless you're sitting behind a Reinhardt shield. So it definitely is is difficult. So I don't know. But the like, so it's a community discussion. So we want to hear back from the community. Like, who do you think? should be reclassified and where, you know, do we, you agree with what we're saying or do you have a different idea? Uh, just let us know, you know, at the end of the show, we'll, you know, you can, you know, we'll, we'll give all the ways to contact us, but you, know, you can reach out to us on Twitter or at our email address at WPR at mattressbuttons.com and let us know. Um, but yeah, that is going to wrap us up this week. Uh, we're going to go ahead and close out here. So 
Uh, as always, we want to hear about your Overwatch stories. You know, whether you have a, a funny story, angry story, we want to hear about you know what's going on uh, in Overwatch with you. So go ahead and send those to us, and we'll talk about it on the show if you send us an interesting one. Uh, we have multiple communities that you can join. We have a PS4 community and an Xbox One club. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. So check those out if you're on those platforms. And we have a Discord server, like I mentioned earlier, which is Discord.mash. For me, that's discord.mash, the number four, dot me. I keep saying I'm going to make the URL easier, and I keep forgetting to do it, but I think I am going to uh, finally get to get a chance to do that uh, sometime this week. So uh, maybe next week it'll be a little different. Uh, as always, I like to talk about Heroes of Overwatch. It's a Facebook group uh, that most of us here are a part of, and uh, a lot of good people there. If you uh, want to find people to play with on any platform, you can find it there. Uh, they're always making uh, Overwatch posts so you can keep up with what's happening in Overwatch. And, um, you know, the dankest of the memes. So you can always uh, check out Heroes of Overwatch if you're on Facebook. Highly suggest it that you go and check that out. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. We're available on multiple podcast platforms. We are on iTunes. We're on Apple Podcasts for iOS. We're on Google Play Music. We're on Overcast for iOS, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, SoundCloud, Podbean, and we have an RSS feed in case you have your own personal podcatcher. Links are available right on the Matchless Buttons website uh, if you want to go ahead and access those uh those ways to get the show. Sorry. Um, uh, you can catch us on Twitter at twitter.com slash watchpoint radio. We're also on twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash smash those buttons and youtube.com slash smash those buttons. Bob, why don't you tell them where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at blazing underscore Bob. That's B L A Z Z I N underscore B O B. You can find me on Twitch at blazing Bob. And that's about it right now. Okay, and Anthony? You can find me on Twitter at watchpointradio underscore the runs, WPR underscore T-H-A-R-U-N-Z. Um, the Discord, and here every Tuesday at twitch.tv slash buttons, we do a live stream. All right. And uh, you can find me at underscore ja underscore uh, on Twitter. There's underscore J-A-A underscore. And um, you know, we always encourage you guys to reach out to us and, and, you know, talk to us. So whether it be about the community discussion or anything else that we talked about, um, you know, you can go ahead and uh, just, uh, you know, tell us what you're thinking. So you, like I said, you can contact us at WPR at mash those buttons.com uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can comment right on the site. You can, um, you know, comment on Facebook, wherever we'll try to make sure we find it and, you know, bring it up. Um, as always, if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, uh, you can do so by rating and reviewing the show on your platform of choice, whether it's iTunes or Google Play Music. If you give us a rate and review, uh, that is a really big help with the show. You can also share it with others who you think will enjoy it. That's a huge help as well. Uh, if you want to support us even further, you can also buy a shirt. Uh, we have Mashless Buttons merchandise. There goes Bob wearing it right now on stream. Look at that. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, Bob. Great job. Bob's a model. 
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's um you could go to matchlessbuttons.com and like right on the website. Oh, there's Mel with the same shirt. Look at that. Look at that. Beautiful, beautiful. So that's the <laughs> woman's shirt, so women can get a woman's shirt as well. Oh, that's great, Anthony. That's what <laughs> I get. That. Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Is that what so, you um, wear? Is that what you said? That's what I wear, man. <laughs> <laughs> Movies. Uh, so, yeah, you can go right to the Mashless Buttons website. There's now a store link on the website. So you go to MashlessButtons.com, hit the link for store. You can also go to Teespring.com slash stores slash mash those buttons if you want to go directly to it. And you can find all of the merchandise for Mashless Buttons right there. Um, I encourage everybody to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming up this week on Mashless Buttons. And you go to MashlessButtons.com slash shows to see all of our podcasts. And Bob... Mel has an announcement, correct? Yeah, my wife, Mel Arena, has an announcement she would like to say. She's going to come over now. (laughs) There we go. I don't. Um... Oh, I think I was just going to say I'll be on the Calvary podcast now, hosting... Um, with Slambo and Tank Sword. As an official host. Yeah. That's, nice. There you go. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks. Should be fun. Yeah. Tune in. Come hear me. We don't cast. <laughs> Live cast. We don't do that. No, not yet. Not yet. Soon. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> ah, okay. So what's the details? Where can they, uh, when can they, does uh, the Calvary come out weekly? Um, We're starting to record on Wednesdays. Um, and putting it out on Thursdays for now. So that's the format right now. We'll see how it goes. It's my first week. So, um, but you can find us. Oh God, you're putting me on the spot here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) at the Calvary show on Twitter. Um, and that's really all I know. I don't know our discord. I mean, I'm in our discord. And you can find Mel on Mel Overwatch. On oh, yeah. Twitter. Me. Yeah. There you go. Thanks. All right. All right. Check <laughs> her you. out. Please yeah, involve wife Mel. <laughs> okay. So that is going to do it for us. Thank you very much for listening to the show. And for those on the live stream, thank you very much for sticking with us to the show and chatting with Anthony. So uh, it's been fun. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're funny yeah. as always. <laughs> yeah. Anthony's having a great time. And uh, we'll catch up. We're going to catch you guys next week, same time. All right? So uh, you guys have a good week. Enjoy playing Overwatch, and we'll catch you next time. Doomfist. See you guys. Thanks, Twitch chat. Thank you, guys.